Trash Can presents everybody on New Year's Day. New Year, new me. I got this new resolution. I'm going to go join the gym today. 2024 is going to be my year. I'm going to stop eating for the whole year so I can lose 500 pounds. You know what? Righteous, brother. I'm there with you. You know what? It's called intermittent fasting, and you're right. We should all do that. You know what? Let's fast and do keto on top of it. That's what I think. 2024, I'm deleting all toxic people out of my life. Absolutely. I'm going to have it queued up to where right as it hits midnight, just delete all of them. And then I'm going to post, I'm going to schedule on Facebook and Instagram to post a picture of me with New Year, New Me at 12.01. Yeah, because you know what? I'm going to be more tech savvy this year too. I'm going to learn how to code in just a few days actually. I'm going to be a full stack developer by the end of the month. That's, that's New Year, New Me. Two days later. So, uh, you, you planning on going to the gym today, man? Ah, oh, nah, dude. I gave that up, bro. I went the first day, first ten minutes. Yeah, it, it, it's just not for me. You know, you know, I, I actually prefer to work out at home. I, I might I might go might go to buy some workout equipment at Walmart, maybe. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But didn't, didn't you spend like a thousand dollars on uh, workout clothes and all sorts of stuff to go to the gym and sign like a two-year membership contract thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure I'll go. I'll just go tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand the uh, the developer thing didn't really work out. Uh, I got to lesson one and it said that uh, two equals three and, and uh, I was already out. So I don't even know what, what they're talking about. I didn't really even catch the name of what I was supposed to be doing. But uh, yeah, I figured that uh, that's pretty much over too. So. I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. New gear, old me. That's what I'm saying now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, if we're honest. Welcome to the podcast. Um, this is uh, the Dota Box podcast. We appreciate you being here. And um, we're going to do a little free form today. Happy New Year. This is the first episode Isn't of 2024. Crazy? 2024. We made it all the way to 2024. What's really interesting is I know that we started the podcast uh, in November of that year. Um, but can you believe it was 2021? Like, we're going to be going into 2024, and technically the podcast started in 2021. So it's weird to, to see that number roll over. But, man, it's uh, so great to be on the air. So great to see another year. Blessed to do it. Um, but super psyched to have all you guys listening uh, internationally and domestically here in the United States. Uh, anywhere you want to give a shout-out to, Chris? Um, I mean, everybody. Everybody's doing great. We just love everybody, all of our listeners. It's so amazing to see the new places on the map uh, pop up every week and every day. Yeah, we talk about we'll we'll be like, hey, did you see where we got? Uh, you know, and you know, we just need that listener in Antarctica. You know, that's that's how we know we really made it. They're in Scott Station or something. And uh, anyways, so uh, this episode we're actually going to be freeforming it, talking about um, Chris and I's. What would you say? I wouldn't even say like innermost thoughts, but more like um, what we think about life in depth. Um, just kind of going through some some interesting questions, and um, you know, there's probably even things that we don't even know about each other that we we feel about life and uh, different 
wouldn't even say controversial topics, but highly questionable topics, right? To where people have lots of questions and there's a lot of mystery surrounding it, right? Yeah, I don't know. You have all the questions, so I really don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready to talk about it. So let's talk about it. Yeah, heck yeah. So let's start off with this. Christopher is a man of the clergy. So we, we automatically know that uh, he believes in both heaven and hell as, you know, places that you would go. Now, we're not going to get into the whole theology of everything. The question is, we know what it says biblically of what heaven is. Let's start with Chris. If you say, I died, go to heaven today, you make it in. What is heaven? What do you actually think that it's like? Because, you know, we get a very limited window by a text. What do you think it's like? So when I was a kid, I used to think heaven was just, we were just going to be singing, doing worship songs doing worship services all day, 365, forever and ever and ever. And I was like, man, like, I love worshiping God. I was like, but is there going to be anything else? Uh, So it says in the Bible that the streets are going to be made of gold. Um, You know, of course, we're going to worship, worship God, worship Jesus, right? That's the whole point of us being there. But I do believe, I do believe that we're going to have different jobs in heaven. Um, I don't know why, but I just believe that we're going to have different jobs in heaven. I mean... The Bible says that uh, we're going to live in a nice mansion. Now, I don't know. I had the impression that everyone got their own mansion uh, when they died and went to heaven. But the older I get, I don't think that's the case. I think there's just like maybe a couple mansions. One one big house. Yeah, one big house and there's many rooms, right? Because uh, Jesus says, I go to prepare a place where you in my father's house. There are many rooms, right? And so, uh, so I'm like, oh yeah, that's it for sure. We're definitely going to get to, uh, know everybody and see everybody, see the loved ones that we know have passed and that have gone on to heaven. Um, I think it is, I think it's just going to be a place full of peace. Um, I do believe that we are going to eat in heaven. Do you believe that we're going to eat in heaven? I think we are. Not because, not because we need to Um, eat, but. I don't know. And see, this is where it kind of gets for me. I'm going to go kind of into what I think it is. Honestly, heaven, you know, a lot of things in the Bible also could be a lot of symbolism as well. You can also look at it as a lot of symbolism too. And as wonderful as a place as it's depicted and things like that, uh, I guess here's more of what I would like for it to be. Um, I think it's individualized, right? There are things that... You get in, and there are things for you, like, right, the the football stadium's over here, the airport's over here, you get to fly what you want, whatever, cross the Emerald Sea, you know, have have a good time. And what I'm hoping that that is, is more than anything, if you want to talk about it on a physical realm, because it also says that, you know, we're going to come back to rule and reign over the earth, like, you know, all the dead shall rise to do that at some point. Um, There is a theory out there, and we're getting into weird territory here i don't know how chris feels about this but there is a theory out there that essentially when you die yes you do go to a heaven-like place but it's almost a holding area and after the big apocalypse of earth happens and everything uh, that's depicted in revelation that all the souls will actually come back to earth and will just rule and reign over the earth and take what's uh What's great about the earth, and it's basically going to be in its purest form once again. Um, 
I don't know how true that part is, but it's it's interesting to think about. I would almost want it to be, going back to what I would like it to be, I almost want it to be simulations, right, of, yes, you get to, because how many times have you been sitting there in life going, I would love to see what the 1950s was like in this region of the world without, like, political turmoil or things like that. Just give me, or at least where I would know I'm safe, right? Like, I'm protected, I'm safe, give me that. To where basically you can go travel, do whatever you want to do, have a good time, that sort of thing. And that's eternity. And where the worshiping God comes in is it's going to be so amazing to go, wow, this is really cool. You know, thanks God for allowing me the opportunity to go around and, you know, see what all and not just life has to offer. Right. Because what eternal life has to offer if you're, you know, stating it that way. I don't know. What do you think about that, Chris? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be that way. Cause I'm like, for me, it's like if I get to eternity, and like I'm in the I'm in the presence of God, I'm not gonna care about what happened in 19. I'm not really gonna want to go back or time travel or anything like that. So I, for me, I'm like, I don't think that's what it's gonna be. Cause it's more of like I feel like it's gonna be like a whole corporate thing, right? Cause that's like the big big part of it and yeah i do think we're gonna have jobs in heaven and stuff but i'm kind of like yeah like i i don't i don't really think none of us are really gonna i think we're gonna love heaven where it is so much that we're not really gonna care to want to go back or to know like we'll we'll already know what it was gonna be like you know what i mean like we'll have that knowledge not that we're all knowing like god but i think there's part of the things that we wondered we'll be able to ask questions and i feel like we'll be able to no, but it's always like uh i don't know it's it's weird like there are certain definitive things that are in the bible that are about heaven but again there's so much that it's like nobody knows unless you've been there i do know that i think everybody in in heaven is like you know you're having you get a new body right because you're you know says that there's no imperfections or anything so i i don't think there's like people that even though they're old when they pass away and they go to heaven, I feel like they maybe look like the younger versions of themselves. I don't know. That's just what I've heard. But again, you know, there's so many books out there that are like, yeah, this guy died and went to heaven. It's like, I'm not trying to discredit those people at all, but it's like nobody really knows unless you've actually been there. And I don't think that heaven is like, oh, like the heaven that we go to is like a holding place. I think it is the actual heaven, but at the same time, it's also like, um, the Bible says that there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. So it's like, I think, I think to your point, I think the earth, once, you know, the apocalypse and revelation, all that happens, like the earth will go back to its original state the way the, that God designed it when it was like in the garden of Eden. So I do think, um, there are parts of that that I'm like, yeah, I agree with it, but there's other parts where I'm like, eh, I don't know. But there's like, there's, like I said, definitive parts that we all know, but there's some stuff where it's like, I don't know what else we're going to do in heaven or what's going to be in heaven. And so it's okay for us to not know. It's okay to wonder and speculate and ask questions. The main thing is, is getting there. That is like the number one focus. Like that's like, Oh yeah. Like let's make sure you're good to go there first. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. It's just, it's very interesting of, um, because like you're, like you're saying, and not to beat a dead horse, but you just get such a limited window of here's what it would be like. And 
again, the Bible is full of symbolism, right? There's a ton of symbolism. So it's how much of it is symbolic and how much of it is, okay, let's take it at its actual word that that's actually what it's going to be like, right? So it's it's interesting. Um, so on the contrary, we're going to move over to another side. And, you know, hopefully this doesn't make anybody uncomfortable of what um, you think this would be. But the other side, what do you think that hell is true? You know, again, it says in the Bible that there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Um, I think it's going to be watching Coco Melon for eternity. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but I, I do think it's going to be like a very dark, uh, place, just very dark, um, cold. I mean, it is torment, right? So like having to relive like the worst moments ever. Right. And so just being in a dark place, cold, I mean, they say it's hot. Like just, I think it's going to be. You know how in the summer when it's, like, so unbearably hot that you cannot just get comfortable? Like, I think it's going to be that times, like, a thousand, right? To where it's, like, it's going to be just absolutely miserable. Because it's, like, you know, the devil – or hell is meant for the devil and, like, the demons, right? It's It wasn't meant for humans, but it's, like, if we make that, that choice, we can, you know, go there. And so it's, like – it's not a nice place. It's definitely not somewhere you want to go. It's not. It's not the place that you absolutely want to go for 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 sure for sure. Um, now let me ask you this: There is a lot of people that actually believe, based on what it says and based on the characteristics of our planet, that uh, hell would actually be located in the core of the earth. So, like, your soul would actually just descend into basically the pits of the earth, and all that liquid magma and everything you would have to live amongst. Um, you know, because even underneath there, yes, there's a lot of magma and things flowing and it's very, very hot, but there are ridges and all sorts of interesting characteristics beneath there. Do you believe that that is where hell is or do you think it is? in another No, place? I don't. I think it is in another place. Again, I don't know where that is, but I think it's definitely, um, it's definitely, um, again, I used to think that hell was like below your feet or whatever, but like. You know, they always say, like, in the Bible, like, a second heaven or the third heaven. Like, the prophet's like, yeah, I was taken to the third heaven or the second heaven or whatever. And it's like, hell is somewhere. And I don't know where it's at, bro. I don't really care to know where it is. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I definitely understand that. Honestly, I think that there are different spiritual planes, right? And I don't think that, you know, it's easy enough to point at a place and go, that's hot. That's probably where it's at, right? Um, but I honestly think that it's on a different spiritual plane that we can't understand nor see or, you know what I mean? But, um, also you don't want to, uh, in, in that sort of thing. What's interesting though, I know you're about to move on. What's interesting is if you study the Bible and the gospels and everything, Jesus actually talked more about hell than heaven because it's like, Hey, like this place is so horrible. Like you like, make sure, you know, you're on the right path, right? Make sure you're, you know. And that's why Jesus is like, I here, I came to give you the path of salvation, right? I'm the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me because it's like he doesn't want anybody to go to, to, go to hell. And so that's like a lot of people are like, yeah. I. It really bothers me when people are like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to go to hell. Or it's like, oh, yeah, I'll see you in hell. And I'm like, hey, that breaks my heart when people say that because I'm like, dude, hell is such a horrible place. Nobody should want to go there. I do want to – I know we're about to get off of this. I do want to – there's another theory out there, and I know that um, 
general reincarnation is kind of a, a weird topic, right? Because it is believed in some religions and then um, ad hoc just by some people. Um, I've also heard that hell is actually coming back to Earth as a animal or something like that. And depending on how good or bad you were in life is kind of the treatment that you get. So, you know, if you're a bad person in life, basically you get all of those things back to you in life again, but as a dog or as a, you know, if, if <laughs> you know, if you were smiting ants with a magnifying glass, you'll be an ant that comes back that gets burned alive kind of thing over and over and over again, and that's eternity. I don't think so because I feel like that is too... Again, that's a horrible punishment, but I feel like that's too easy of a you getting off the hook for it. When hell is like, literally, it's like you're hearing people screaming, and it's so hot, and you're being tormented by demons. Like, you know, hearing all those voices and everything you do, you can't get away from it. And I, I, I just feel like being reincarnated as an animal is like kind of an easy scapegoat. It's like, oh yeah, like that's bad but it's like it's not as bad as like actually having the thought of hearing hearing voices screaming the whole time and being in pitch black darkness and being hot as blue blazes and feeling cold and empty and there's no light like i don't know i so i don't agree with that theory one other element to it there's also people that believe that right and then they also believe that that could be your form of purgatory. Like, you're not necessarily, you know, good enough to go to heaven, but you're not necessarily bad enough to go to hell. So you're put back on earth as, again, an, an animal or something like that to almost prove yourself. And I'm sure you probably just, you'll probably dismiss that notion too. But what do you think of that opinion? I'm not, I don't personally believe in purgatory or that there's an in-between. Yeah. yeah, I don't believe that because then it, then it says, then it's based of, okay, you can get to heaven based on your works, right? And so it's like, none of us really are good enough. So it's not a works-based thing. And it's not a, I'm having to prove myself. It's like the faith in Jesus and walking that out. So it's. So I don't believe in that because then it's like, okay, I can earn my way into heaven. And that's just not true. So I don't believe in that theory. I, I completely agree, but wanted to hear your opinion on that. Okay, we'll move off of that one. And again, sorry if that was a little uncomfortable. Hell can be a little bit of an interesting topic. Um, hey, but it's serious. It's real, bro. Like, you, I mean, you got to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, you got to talk about it. It's uncomfortable because it is a scary thing. Um, so next thing, and this is kind of a different realm. Um, First of all, do you believe that aliens are real? Do I believe that other life forms exist on... I don't know. It's hard to say because the galaxy... Like, there's not just one galaxy. There's many galaxies. And in space is ever-expanding. Like, it's still expanding. Yeah, but at the same time... So, my thing is, is like, okay, if... If there are aliens or other life forms, then how does that... Are they just angels or demons on other planets? How does the salvation work for... Did I don't believe that Jesus like went to those planets and did the same thing over... I don't believe that. So it's like... I don't know. I feel like if people see aliens, um, I feel like maybe it is like spiritual beings, like an angel or a demon, or maybe it is just the government. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's it's kind of hard to say. I'm leaning towards the I don't really believe in aliens, um, 
more or less. I believe if people see aliens, it's probably the government or, again, maybe a spiritual being. So I'm going to go into kind of both things that you said um, and what I believe with that. So I can totally see it being um, a spiritual side of things, right? Like they're saying, because what does it say, too, that, you know, God's going to come down on a chariot of fire, what does that sound like, right? Again, Bible's full of symbolism, right? We're not really looking for a chariot, a full-on chariot of fire coming down. To me, if you take that as face value, what happens to a spaceship when it comes and enters our atmosphere? It's going to be burning, right? Like, it's going to be on fire. Like, even you have the right protective gear around that ship, it's still going to, you know, the heat from it is still going to make it glow red hot as it's coming in. So, what what if the chariot of fire is no more than what we consider a UFO coming down, and that's where Jesus comes back, right? Um, and that's kind of a weird theory, but, you know, if you think about it, there is merit to it, right? There is a possibility that, okay... Now, I don't think it's going to be like Jesus coming down on the flying saucer or anything, right? Like, I don't think it's going to be that level. But, you know, going back to the whole heaven idea, you were talking about a new, you know, a new heaven and a new earth. What if that holding place is just another planet for now, right? That is very earth-like. And really, when you're being taken off, if it is a spiritual thing, what if we're just seeing, okay... These are the vessels, the ships or the vessels that are taking the souls from this side to the other side, right? To the, whatever planet that is where, you know, it's being held and that's where heaven's going to be until the earth is returned. There's all sorts of variations there. Now, on the other front, because it's one of those things to where like I can believe multiple sides of this. Like there's, it's one of those things to where I really don't know what to believe. So it's like, I can, if somebody told me this is the way that it was and there was definitive evidence, I'm not going to be surprised. Um, I also could see there totally being, I, I do believe that there is life out there besides us, right? I actually believe at some point because yes, like coming from apes does make sense to a certain extent. But certain people have different characteristics. Um, even there's studies done by like 23andMe and DNA, you know, testing companies and things like that. And I don't know if you've seen, but it will actually give you a percentage of how much of um, of primate that you are, or like how much percentage you're said to have, or your family blood. And like, don't get me wrong. Um, like in some I can see, but then there's others where it's like, I don't know, man. Um, there could totally be aliens living amongst us kind of thing. Like, you watch Men in Black and it's like, eh, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that was going on, right? Like, our government, if if anything, if there actually was stuff, I believe that, you know, they've made contact in Roswell. There was the Battle of L.A. where they shot at a UFO for a long time and all sorts of stuff. Honestly, I think that they probably... Um, and here's why I think so. Technology jumped up very vastly between, especially the 50s to now. It's insane. Uh, you talk about the internet, and I've heard about UFO crash landings and things like that. And one of the main themes that people have talked about is a lot of binary, right? 
one person touched a, a UFO and they were knocked back and all they saw was binary and they were able to write out the zeros and ones and it translated into a message and all this other stuff. Like the internet, trust me, I work in IT. Computers and internet and stuff, that's not... We're basically manipulating a rock and shooting electricity to it and making... Like what is recording us right now is we're shooting electricity into a rock in different pulses making data come out of that like how in the heck would we have figured that out that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me especially when you think about where we were um the 50s the 40s like we were kind of cutting edge because of a lot of the wars that we were in and because we had to be innovative but at the same time that jump over to a lot of the advanced even we go into the aviation realm avionics advanced avionics and things like that there was a massive jump during that time. And I think war had a part of it, but I also could totally see, you know, them having extraterrestrial beings. They figure out some sort of different form of technology and we've manipulated it to be able to use it on our side. Now, what I've honestly thought has happened before was maybe UFOs, why, why would they come visit us but not make their presence known? I think it's pretty simple. We're pretty primitive compared to them, right? They're coming and flying to us. They figured out how to travel light years, and they're now coming and visiting us. And just like we do to more primitive areas of the world, um, like there are people that pay big money to go into the middle of the Amazon rainforest and go visit a tribe that has barely seen any sort of outside contact, right? People go on vacation and do that. I think it's no different, right? See what it was like eons before whatever civilization or kind you are was like. And because, you know, even on Earth, that's fascinating. Even thinking about something like North Korea where they're so locked down and it's basically like walking back into the 80s, 90s, right? Because that's where their technology is. I imagine it's a lot of the same thing. They come back and go, how primitive, that's cute. And then I even imagine where like the men in black and stuff, stuff come in. How many people just, like, decide to stay? How many aliens are just like, okay, I can live amongst them, right? Get a skin suit, get a job. I like it here. It's way more simple than my planet system. Like, that makes total sense to me. Like, I could totally see something like that happen and just keep it under wraps sort of thing. But like I said, that whole spectrum, I can kind of see all those sides to the equation. I don't, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I don't believe, uh, <laughs> I'm like, Nah, that's cool you believe that. I'm like, nah, I don't think aliens come here to Earth. I'm like, if there's other life forms, maybe they're on other planets. But I'm like, eh, I don't I don't really believe that there are. Like I said, I think they're either spiritual beings or it's the government. And I believe that if people did, like with the binary stuff, I think maybe they, maybe it was a dream. Maybe God gave them that dream or they saw that vision or Maybe it was something else. I don't know, but I'm like, yeah, but no tellings. But to me, I'm kind of like, well, uh, it's it's not that important to me. So it's not like, oh, uh, it doesn't affect my life, man. <laughs> um, so I'm like, if it, they are, they are not. We'll find out one day. Not until they, uh, not until the mothership shows up, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Um, all right, well, we can we can move on to the next one here. Uh, this one's a little bit more light. Um, where are some places around the world that are on your bucket list to travel to? Like, where are you like, man, I, 
if I had the money right now, we're hopping on a flight and going to X. Um, definitely, I want to go to Israel, which is like sounds like the pastor's cliche answer. But I do for I do want to visit. Um, I do want to visit England. I do want to visit London. I don't think I want to stay very long. I, I for some odd reason, I want to visit Australia. I think that would be. I don't know. I feel like that would be an interesting place to visit for sure. Um, I did want to visit Italy, but everyone says Italy is like super dirty. That's what I hear. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. It's from what I hear, it's very overrated. A lot like Paris. Uh, now, granted, I went to Paris when I was a kid, so it, it's a little different. But um, did you know in Paris they actually have the Japanese embassy has a department um, that basically translates to the Depression Department because. People are so disappointed with their trip to France um, <laughs> that they literally become depressed and they have to uh, help them out at the embassy. Uh, but I heard Italy is a lot of the same way. And not just that, but I've heard a lot of Italians really do not like the tourists, especially um, when you're in the touristy areas. And I hear that a lot of the Italian people are very rude. Yeah, that's what I hear. I think Australia, New Zealand, um, I don't have any any days desire to go to like any of the asian countries i'll stop you there the only asian country that i'm like yeah let's put this on the list is south korea uh my buddy ryan shout out to my buddy ryan he uh he talked he talked me into it he was stationed there uh in the u.s army and um pretty much you know the geopolitical stuff is very interesting to me i find north korea and the fact that, you know, they're basically in a ceasefire and have been for that entire amount of time. Basically, I would go for, um, just to see what it's like. I like Korean food as well, or at least the Americanized version of it. But to go to the DMZ, right, to see what it, the highly highest military zone in the world is like. Because, um, let's be honest, here in the States, we don't really see anything like that. Uh, I guess, well... We, we live in Texas. I guess if you want to go to the border of Mexico and Texas, it's kind of militarized at the moment. But <laughs> I think, you know, it's definitely something that would be interesting to, to go see. I think that's the only Asian country, maybe Thailand, but I hear it's just mainly because of the beaches. Like, I'd go to Thailand for the Yeah, beaches. Thailand. Uh, people go to Thailand for other stuff that's not that's not good. That's why people go to Thailand. Uh I I want to just see what Canada is all about. I want to see if uh, see w what it's like over there. See how the people are. I just want to see what's up in Canada. Yeah, like any particular part of Canada. Not really. I just want to go to Canada and see what's up. I totally get you. I totally get you. Um, weirdly enough, uh, I wanted to go to kind of the lesser known places in Canada, um, like Saskatchewan. Like, what in the heck is in Saskatchewan? Like, I don't I don't know, but I'm kind of interested. Um, but Canada's one that I would like to go to. Um, weirdly enough, I want to go to Antarctica, mainly just because not a lot of people have been there, and I'm pretty sure it's a giant ice sheet, <laughs> you know? But at the same time, um, I'm sure you see some pretty extreme things there. I mean, it's a very extreme part of the world. It probably is better in theory than it actually is in person, if we're being honest, but it's something that sounds interesting. Oh, yeah. Definitely not trying to go to Antarctica. One of the other places I really want to go to in the Pacific is I want to go to Fiji. Um, also want to go to Bora Bora. You know, it's pretty much 82 degrees all year round and uh, beautiful beaches, right? 
Uh, it's just where all the millionaires go bring their yachts, so it's pretty dang expensive. But it's, you know, it seems like it would be a really gorgeous place. Um, I mean, it's in the middle of the, of the Pacific. It takes a long time for the mainland U.S. to get there. So it's definitely an undertaking that you, you, you have to be prepared for if you want to go out there. But um, I think it'd be pretty pretty fun. But yeah, New Zealand, Australia is definitely on my list too. I'd love to go. Yeah, I want to fight a kangaroo. Just kidding, not really. <laughs> <laughs> get your get your tail whooped on that deal. We can. Uh, do you have any more places, or you want to move to the next? No, that's it. Here's the next question: Have you ever wanted? So just just because I know Chris and I know he has not. Have you ever wanted to go hunting? Like you've never been hunting for pretty much any animal. Have you ever wanted to go? Hunting? Um, I mean, like I'll go, but it's not like a, it's not like a hey, like oh let's go. Like yeah, it's not that I have a a an a opposition to killing animals or anything or an opposition to guns it's just kind of like it's not my jam it's not really my thing man um i to be honest i'd rather go fishing i find that like more relaxing to me um but i don't know maybe maybe if it was bow hunting i think i might enjoy that a little bit more um than actually just like shotgun hunting but i think i think i would enjoy bow hunting but i'm not like oh yeah like let's go it's just never been a big desire. That was just kind of a short side question there. Um, nothing really more to say on that. Um, so next question being, is there anything um, that you're planning this next year, so 2024, that we just entered, is there anything that you've never done before, but you're like, this year's the year I'm definitely going to do? It's not that I'm planning it, but it's something that I want to do, that I really want to do. I really want to go skydiving or parasailing, uh, especially because I'm turning 30 this year. Um, so I really want to do that. Um, bungee jumping is kind of like, eh, I don't know. I've heard too many people have too many accidents with that. Um, but parasailing for sure, or hang gliding, or uh, skydiving. I feel like skydiving is probably the most attainable one. Um, but that is definitely something that I would like. To I'm make. going to say this on the Donut Box podcast, and um, that means that we're going to have to video it to have evidence when this actually does happen. But I am convinced, and I will go skydiving with you. Like I before was a staunch no. Um, you can thank some folks from work. They um, there's actually a place just not too far from here uh, in the city of San Marcos, and yeah, there's a very nice skydiving place, and you can jump in tandem, uh, you know, and all that good jazz. You can wait, 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 wait. We're not talking about the indoor skydiving place. We're we're talking about actual legit skydiving. No, we're talking about going up in a. Yeah, we're talking about going up in a twin otter plane up to sixteen thousand feet and jumping. Ladies out. and gentlemen, this man loves planes and he's not that scared of heights but he does not like glass elevators he does not like jumping out of planes i don't know why what's interesting here's what got me here's what got me because i was talking with them and they're very much about it right um in fact one of these guys that i'm referring to is going to get his uh solo license like you can go if you do enough hours and take a test basically you can you know jump and be by yourself uh parachuting and, you know, my biggest thing is I really don't like free fall drops. Like roller coasters, cool. Free fall drops, they're just not my bag. Like that 
heart in your throat feeling is just not not good. I can handle roller coasters, but just not that free fall drop. So I was telling them that, and they actually said it's actually right the opposite. Like you don't feel that in your in your stomach. They're like, yeah, it's a lot of adrenaline, but you actually get used to it pretty quickly. Um, so it's not it's not very intense. Like, basically, it's a graceful going down a terminal velocity sort of thing, and it's not that really intense feeling that you would expect of falling. For sure, bro. Yeah, it's interesting. I've always wanted to do it. Um, I, I may not look like it, but I am an adrenaline junkie, and so I do enjoy that. Is there anything that you're planning for 2024 that you've not ever done before? Well, now skydiving. <laughs> Honestly, I want to... Each year, I'm trying to travel to a new place or uh, at least fly on a new plane. So I'm thinking, you know, this year, um, you've probably, you know, some of you have seen the video of me going to McCook in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I'll probably take some some flights, um, just some some interesting ones uh, on planes I've never done before or places I've never done before, something like that. That's probably going to be the, the fresh new thing for me um, besides skydiving because... Like I said, I, I do want to make that happen. If it's if it's one of those things where it's not that feeling, um, I've always wanted to know what some of those experiences are like. Uh, because, you know, one of the guys was also talking about um, going through a cloud, right? Like, literally, they got to go through it. It wasn't a big cloud because you have to be able to see the airport at all times. But they were able to go through a cloud. And, and I know it's probably just like being in fog, but that's got to be a very insane experience. I've always flown on a plane, looked out the window, and thought, what does that feel like being in that cloud? So that must be pretty interesting. And um, I don't know, just being that high. And it it would be very interesting to feel what it's like out there. I will say the one elements, of you know, my 2024 goals, and I, I don't know if this is going to happen, but it's to take a picture with either Cody Rhodes sting or cm punk this year that is that is like on my list sting is retiring this year his last match is in march um and i'm hopefully trying to get something signed by him personally or get a picture with him and so that is like the most um tangible one but i'm trying to get um at least a picture with one of those three this year that is like one of my goals. Well, I think that's that's a good goal, man. I think those are uh, those are pretty awesome. Uh, I think that we're good to end it there, man. Um, with what we're going to be doing new in twenty twenty four, I think it's fantastic. Uh, every year we're growing, especially podcast and life and everything else. So it's going to be pretty fun this next year um, in podcast and in life <laughs> with where everything is going. So I'm. Um, you know, I had a good time talking about it. Learned some things about my uh, about my good friend Chris that I didn't really know about. Um, you know, I'm sure he. I will say, you know what, you know what, uh, actually, this uh, this month makes 20 years that we have been friends. Was it really this month? Well, I guess it was. Yeah, because January. Yeah, this month because you you we met we met. Uh, it, I remember it was 2004. In January of 2004, because I was in the third grade, and it was 2004, I think, when you guys got to Augusta. Is that right? 
Am I in the right timeline? Yep, Janu January of 04. Yep, so we have been uh, we have been friends officially for 20 years. That's wild. Jeez, that's pretty crazy. And I'm not, and I'm not, and we're not even 30. No wonder we're able to pull stories out left and right. <laughs> I mean, we got 20 years worth. 20 years of friendship. You got a lot of stories. But you know what's crazy, dude? Like, think about it. When we're 40 or even 70, it's like, how many, you know, how many stories are we going to be able to pull? That's why we just got to keep on, keep on doing some crazy stuff to, to make those memories happen, um, which, you know, we will. Um, gonna be, it's going to be good. Um, I know you're, I know you're trying to wrap up the podcast, but I have a quick question for you. Since it is New Year's. Do you do the superstitious where you eat black eyed peas, collard greens, like all that stuff? Do you guys do that? No, I'm not. I'm not really superstitious, honestly. Like, I'll be honest with you. This kind of sounds old man of me because I'm, I'm in my 20s, but I think the last couple of years, I don't even think I made it to midnight. Like, I think I fell asleep before. Oh yeah, I never have either. I I I really never have the past couple of years. I'm like, eh. It'll the new year will be here when I wake up. Like it's I don't know, but here's the thing: like most people go to parties, and like I've never really been invited to a New Year's Eve party as an adult. So it's like, eh, like there's no point in me staying up. You're not missing much, and unless it's a Christian party, everybody's just getting drunk. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much that's pretty much all it is. You're not missing much. Um, I'll say this. I, and we're doing the southern goodbye here, so we're just going to keep on going for another minute. Let me ask this. Um, did you ever or like have anybody um, watch like Dick Clark, you know, and do like the countdown and well, I guess Dry and Seacrest. That now. old dinosaur, Dick Clark? Um, yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's always been like a thing. Like, you know, you watch it and all that stuff. I do actually remember that we spent a New Year's Eve um, at party. I was just yeah that. with um, it was actually at our friend Aaron's house, and it was me, Micah, Aaron, I think Stephen Corlew and Stephanie and and his sister and Aaron's sister and my brother, and I think maybe the Reynolds were there. I think I'm not sure if they were there or not there. They may or may not have been there. I don't remember. All I remember about that is I threw up. That's all I remember about that one. Do you remember? Uh, that? Yeah, I also remember we got in trouble because we wrote a note to uh, I think Stephanie and was said, "Hey, we think you like Andrew. Is this true?" And we slipped it under the door. And I remember she was crying about it. And uh, Aaron's. Uh, nice sister and i use the term nice sarcastically scolded us and dude she do you think kinley was a princess this lady was a princess we'll have to talk about her sometime but oh, but yeah. uh that's a that's a character but uh yeah uh but i remember we got in trouble and then uh aaron's dad todd came in and scolded us and i just remember getting in trouble and my parents i think still actually have a picture from that time um so and we drank sparkling grape juice. Yep, I remember sparkling grape juice. And the whole reason I got sick is because I had way too much soda. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, so I do remember that 
I don't remember too many New Year's Eves, but I do remember that one. Oh, and I remember that Aaron had fireworks, but we couldn't pop them in the backyard because there was it was cloudy out. And they were just like, it's too cloudy out. And I just remember being like really mad because I was like, what does that have to do with it? Well, uh, I don't have anything else. Do you got anything else? Nah, man, we can wrap this thing up. So here's to uh, 2024. It's going to be a great year. I'm Michael. And I'm Chris. And this has been the first episode of 2024.